HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Hearst Ranch, the nation's largest single-source supplier of free-range, all-natural, grass-fed, and grass-finished beef. For more information, visit HearstRanch.com. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. Listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby. You're listening to Cutting the Curd, hosted by Ann Saxelby, broadcast live to the Cosmos on the Heritage Radio Network. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Cutting the Curd after a long hiatus. Yep. Summer <laughs> summer break. Summer <laughs> break. <we're> <laughs> but we are back on the Heritage Radio Network, um, and we are very excited to be here. Um, today's show, we're going to be calling Life After Labor Day, um, because as we all know, summer is coming to a close. Labor Day is this weekend. Everyone's planning their last shindigs, their last hurrahs. But no need, because there's more trips coming up yeah don't despair there are plenty of exciting (laughs) things um coming up and we're here to talk about those today um and we are lucky to be joined with or joined by uh tressa eaton who is the tasting table new york editor thanks for being with us i am so happy to be here and so tressa is going to help us out um by kind of giving us the skinny on some other exciting things that are happening um around the city and that uh, tasting table is doing so that we can all fill our calendars for the month of september yes um so we are going to be talking a little bit um in this first segment about uh things that have happened over the summer events um milestones in the cheese world as it were um one of the events every summer that's always pretty exciting is the annual American Cheese Society Conference, mm-hmm. which um, this year took place in Raleigh, North Carolina. It was a it was a really great conference, actually. I was able to be there just for a few days, but um, the sessions were wonderful. There were a lot of very talented speakers, including um, Temple Grandin. She was the keynote speaker. Uh, a very interesting woman um, for anyone uh, out there who doesn't know her work. She does a lot of pioneering work about animal welfare uh, with regards especially to um, slaughterhouses and and things of that nature. So uh, she was there to speak with us, um, which was great. And I think she's been on Heritage before a couple times. She has. Maybe on some other shows, yeah. Yeah, actually, you're right. Temple Grandin, I think, has been on the main course. Yep. 
with Patrick Martins and uh, and Katie Kiefer um, and potentially some other shows as well. So yeah, if you're interested in learning more about Temple's work, you can go to heritageradionetwork.org and uh, search Temple Grandin and, and find her interviews. Um, the conference also featured a Lifetime Achievement Award for Daphne Zeppos, who we honored with a tribute show earlier in the summertime. Um, unfortunately, Daphne passed away this summer due to complications from lung cancer, uh, but the outpouring of support and love for her at the conference was really, really amazing. Um, and I just think it was, uh, it's a sad thing, but her, her life and, and work are amazing and will be carried on. Um, and actually, that kind of dovetails into the next uh, thing that happened at the Cheese Society Conference, which was the Certified Cheese Professional Exam. Oh, yeah, this was the first exam, correct? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this year was the first year ever at uh, the, well, first year ever that the Certified Cheese Professional Exam was offered, and it was debuted at the conference in Raleigh. Um, over 100 people signed up to take the test which uh, was a grueling three-hour-long exam. It's um, like the SAT. Yeah. It's super long. <laughs> like the SAT for cheesemakers. Or it's really most similar to what um, you know, a sommelier would have to do before being certified right. as a sommelier. Uh, so it was just amazing. Um, you know, full house, uh, and everyone seemed to have very positive feedback about the test. And people are still waiting to get their results back. So I know there are a lot of people out there waiting with bated breath, but um, it was a great uh, a great event to be able to debut that. Yeah, I want to know the pass rate for the cheese exam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I was, uh, it's, uh, people were telling me some of the questions, and I was like, oh man, that sounds hard. That's <laughs> really hard, yeah. <laughs> I've got to ante up and, and, you know, and get in there next year and take the test. Maybe if you've been like a cheesemonger for a certain amount of years, you just like, are grandfathered in. I asked. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> totally doesn't work. No. I totally tried that. <laughs> you gotta hit the books. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so at the American Cheese Society this year, uh, there were a couple, uh, we should talk about the award winners. Yes. Um, the best in show this year was um, Flag Sheep from Beecher's Handmade Which Cheese. Which I just tried. In Washington. Oh, yeah. Last week. Yeah, it was very good. I tried it at um, Casalula wine and cheese cafe in uh, hell's kitchen in new york it was delicious oh and Casalula is such a great place yeah 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 they paired it with a um tomato confit and it was really really good what's the, what's the flavor like is it like an aged cheese it's, yeah it's a little more aged it's like nice and sweet and got a great texture and definitely definitely worth checking out Awesome. Yeah. And so Beecher's, of course, is right here in New York City. Um, their shop is at uh, 20th and Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone who hasn't been there should go check it out. It's a very cool store. Uh, I believe you can also order some cheese from them online. Um, if you, uh, I don't know exactly what their website is, but if you Google Beecher's, B-E-E-C-H-E-R-S, yep. you can find their their website and hopefully get some tasty flagship cheese. Yep. Um, second place went to Crema de Blue, which is uh, a local cheese from Valley Shepherd Creamery in New Jersey. Uh, so I was excited to hear that. Um, cheesemaker Aaron Waswall, he's a, a lovable, crazy guy and um, <laughs> a very talented cheesemaker. So I was very happy to see them in second place. And third place um, was taken by Emmy Roth USA for, for the Roth Grand Cru Surchois, <laughs> which I was starting to have anxiety about as I was saying it because it's kind of a tongue twister yeah but um yeah Emmy Roth is based out of uh, Wisconsin cool so congrats to all the winners yes um 
so other other cheesy news this summer did you have any cheesy experiences when you were in maine I did not have as many cheesy experiences as I, as I was hoping, which made me excited to, to get back to the city and eat some good cheese. Um, yeah, but what else, what other events happened this summer? We heard about a, um, we got a, an email forwarded to us from Eileen Katz, who works with us at the shop, about a cheese curd eating contest oh. at the Minnesota State Fair. That's pretty cool. Which sounded kind of gross, but <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of amazing. It was like the Nathan's hot dog contest, except it was for very curds. different. It, it was for cheese curds. And it wasn't like all the curds you can eat. It was just like everybody gets a set amount of curd and the person that could eat it the fastest oh. wins. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. There was a lot of dairy at that state fair. Yeah. I, I have been to the Minnesota State Fair and you can get a... Um, a, an all-you-can-drink milk pass, like a, a oh wrist bracelet, and you can just keep going back. And, and my sister's actually milk. working it's at that totally, fair right it's now. Outrageous! That's crazy. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll have to ask her how it's going. She's um she's working in the butterfly booth, which is unrelated, but I'm sure she's found her way to the food. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty dairy-heavy state. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, very intense butter carving. Yeah. Which I heard there's a movie coming up about oh. butter carving. We'll have to find out more about that because we did we did one show on butter carving last year with a really great woman who's kind of all over. So I wonder if she was if she was at that fair. Yeah. She's like one of the t- the top butter carvers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like it's a major film. Oh, it Jennifer Garner in it. It's like I think it's oh, about yeah. the woman in Iowa yeah. who we weren't we were trying to get her apprentice okay. to be on the yeah, show yeah, with yeah. us who's now a school teacher. Yes. Um, where we should obviously know these people's names. We'll fi- we'll find them out and, and tag them in this episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, there was a woman who recently passed away who was a really grand, like the grand dame of butter sculpting, and she had an apprentice. Luckily, who's probably the Jennifer Garner character, or who knows, maybe Jennifer Garner gets to be a, the beautiful old woman. <laughs> but um, yeah, who knew, right? Yeah. Butter carving, especially in the summertime. I know. Yeah, that's re- that's tough. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Lots the, of AC. Lots yeah. of AC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so cheesy summer events um, were fantastic. Uh, and But we have a lot of other cheesy events coming up right around the corner, yes. which uh, we, we should definitely get into. Um, on Sunday, September 9th, um, actually at Roberta's right here where we're filming or taping this show right now, we're having um, the first ever Heritage Radio Network party. Um, which is going to be great. Uh, and, and if you're interested and want to get tickets, they're available online at heritageradionetwork.com mm-hmm. or dot org. Sorry, yep. heritageradionetwork.org. And that's actually a big deal because now for the first time, Heritage is a 501c3. They gained 501c3 status this year. So watch out NPR. Yeah. Heritage Radio. <laughs> it's coming. Um, but it's going to be a really, really great party. It's going to feature, um, you know, food and drink from um, people like Gramercy Tavern, Del Posto, Back 40 West, Parish Hall, Seat a Table, um, cocktails from Booker and Dax, that great um, new cocktail bar behind um, Momofuku Sambar, um, and, uh, and a whole and great live music and stuff. So the tickets um, are $150, which might sound a little pricey, but 
what you get with your $150 entrance fee includes a $60 membership to Heritage Radio Network, yep. which entitles you to a lot of fun um, discounts and perks. Um, and then you also, all the food and drink you would like. Um, and uh, and if, you, if you actually enter the code, we have a special discount code. Yes. For, for cutting the curd listeners. listeners. Yeah. So if you enter the code cutting curd when you buy your tickets online, you can get $50 off. So you get a membership, entrance to the party, and with your membership, you get all these discounts yeah. for and much less. When do you ever price. have all these like great food purveyors together in restaurants in one spot? Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Um, so heritageradionetwork.org. Get your tickets today. <laughs> um, then actually the same weekend, oh my gosh, competition. September eighth and September 9th is the Washington County Cheese Tour. Um, which has been happening for about five or six years now, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really great thing to do if you want to get out of the city one last weekend before yeah. um, you know fall really starts. And I believe it's bikeable, too. Like it is. Once you get there, yeah, you can bike the whole thing, which is kind of fun. So If you're going to be eating all that cheese, you might as well be riding your bike yeah. between farms. Exactly. Um, well, so, and if you want more information about that, you can visit WashingtonCountyCheese.com. And it's a basically a drive yourself or bike yourself tour of uh, a bunch of different farms right in the, in the kind of like a 30 mile radius. Um, you have Three Corner Field Farm, Argyle Cheese Farmer, Consider Bardwell Farm, Longview Farm, Sugarloaf Farm, and Sweet Spring Farm. Um, so that's a lot of fun. We've done that in the past, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who wants to have a, a little getaway out of the city. It's such a beautiful area. Consider yeah. Bardwell especially is so gorgeous. Have you, You've been up to yeah. Consider Bardwell? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Consider Bardwell is, like, technically in Vermont, you know, so they're, like, not technically Washington County. Right over the border there. But right over the yeah. border. Yeah, you, like, sneeze, and you're back in New York. <laughs> Um, and then the last cheesy event that's coming up in September, um, Sunday, September 23rd, is going to be the first annual Nutmegger Cheese and Wine Festival in Connecticut. Um, I don't know what a nutmegger is. It must be... Connecticut is the nutmeg state. Oh, okay. Yeah. There Gosh. it is. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> know about the Minnesota State Fair, yeah. about the Connecticut... I went to school in Connecticut. I don't know. Yeah. I learned that All right. while I was there. <laughs> Good to know. That's great. And that's going to be, um, actually, it's a benefit for the Working Lands Alliance, which is a really great farmland preservation organization. Um, and uh, for tickets to that, you can visit workinglandsalliance.org. And the event's going to take place at the Jones Family Farm in Shelton, Connecticut, and will feature live music, hay rides, vineyard tours, um, tons of cheese and wine. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be really great. So... Hopefully you guys can make one or all of these amazing yeah. uh, food events coming up. Um, well, it looks like we are actually about ready to take a break. So when we come back from our break, we're going to talk with Tressa Eaton, who is the editor of the New York edition of Tasting Table, and uh, get more tips on fall events. Stay with us. I'd go insane. Can't look my best. I feel undressed without my cane. Must have my walking stick, because it may rain. And when it pours, can't go outdoors without my cane. If I that would just be something I could never explain The thing that makes me click on Lover's Lane 
would be for not if I were caught without my cane. grass-fed beef pasture raised on 150,000 acres in Central California Hearst Ranch grass-fed beef free-range, sustainably produced humane Hearst Ranch grass-fed beef the authentic flavor of the American West all right. Thanks to Hearst Ranch, our sponsor on Cutting the Curd. And I have to say, Brian Kenny is the man behind that jingle. And he also wrote the jingle that is the intro to yeah, Cutting the Curd. Yeah, theme song. Which is... It's my, quite catchy. Yeah, I never want to change that. It's awesome. <laughs> and he will also be at the Heritage Radio Network party, serenading oh. us with country tunes of all sorts. So, um, you know, come on out. See Brian Kenny live, live. in the flesh. <laughs> um so we are here with Tressa Eaton from Tasting Table. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, um, Tasting Table is a free daily email publication that delivers the best of food and drink culture to adventurous eaters across the country. And um, it's great. It just arrives in your mailbox you know, every morning, and you can get sort of a five or ten minute snippet of all kinds of interesting food things that are happening around the city. Um, so thanks for being with us, Tressa. Yeah. Um, how did you get your start at uh, Tasting Table? Um, well, I, before I came to Tasting Table, I had done front of the house, back of the house, worked in a bakery. I worked as a cheesemonger at Sinky Brooklyn when I first moved to Brooklyn. Um, I worked with chefs. I mean, I just kind of did everything in the realm of the food world. And I never went to culinary school, but I felt that doing that was an amazing education. And I also did internships at Gourmet while it was still alive and kicking and Martha Stewart and food and wine and so I, I bumped around <laughs> yeah 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 and that gives you a very good perspective then to yeah. kind of you know filter through all the uh crazy and amazing things that are happening in the food world in new york because it's yeah. kind of overwhelming it really is it's it's ama- the pace that new york moves and you know i cover all five boroughs and it's just it's absolutely incredible and it definitely in my current work as i'm interviewing um farmers and cheesemongers and vintners and uh, chefs and restaurateurs having had that experience in all parts it it gives me so much respect for for everyone in the business because I know how hard you have to work yeah wherever you're working with food yeah Yeah. and I'm sure if you know about the process too people are always appreciative of that so yeah you can respect that like you said the hard work that goes into it um so (laughs) Speaking of covering all five boroughs, so we're here in Bushwick right now at Roberta's, and you said you're going to Elmhurst, Queens later. Yes, possibly by bike. Is yes. this a work or a pleasure? <laughs> this is this is a work thing. Oh my um, goodness! Like we were talking about the the tour earlier. If you bike more, you can eat more. That's definitely yeah. That's my uh, <laughs> that's my game plan. Generally, yeah, I'm going going out there for some Thai food at a new place. That sounds cool. fantastic. Yeah. 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 
Wow. Probably not a lot of cheese on the menu, but <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking it's still going to be delicious. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. We should have brought you some cheese here. I'm so yeah. sorry. What were we thinking about? <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about how you go about choosing your stories, given that you know there is such an overwhelming amount of stuff happening all the time? Yeah. So um, at Tasting Table, we're really about on the ground research, or if it's me, it's really you know on my bike all over <laughs> the city. Um and it's, it's really about getting out there and trying things because although we get huge numbers of press releases and, you know, you know a lot of people in the business, it's often not until you go into a restaurant and you start eating there that some little glimmer of a great story reveals itself. Um, so it, yeah, whenever I can, um, when a store opens, I, you know, like the Bedford cheese shop, for instance, and I just, yeah. I ran up there, um, a couple weeks ago cause you know, you can, you can get the store's opening announcement and wow, like they're carrying all this stuff, but until you go in the store and you really see what they have, it's, it's not the same. And I imagine that a lot of the places that are making the most interesting stuff, um, oftentimes, you know, might be really small and don't have a PR department and just absolutely, um, you know, yeah. are doing their thing. And so it's it's up to you guys to kind of discover and then you know let the rest of us yeah. bug them. <laughs> yeah, that's what we love the most when we can we can really find something super special. So, what are some of your like recent finds that you're really excited about? Um, of course, we don't want to scoop any stories. Oh, yes, but <laughs> yes. ultra top secret. Um, recent finds. Well. Um, does it have to be cheese related? No, no, yeah, no. Anything. Well, for cheese related at Murray's, their, their new cheese bar is, yeah. I think, um, you know, the summer season can be a little bit slow for openings. And so I think that was a very exciting opening for people who are still in the summer during the city, um, in, here in the city during the summer. And, um, and now I haven't, I haven't been there actually. Yeah. I'm very guilty because I love Tia Keenan's the chef yes, there. Is that right? She was at Casalula previously. Yeah. 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 Very talented. Tia has been, joined us on the show a couple times, um, and I just can't wait to get over there and see what she's up to. Yeah. Can you give us a little bit of a, a hint into the menu? What kinds of things um, is she doing with cheese? That yeah, well, I think she's really been able to run wild in a great way over there designing the menu. Um, you know, it's not she's not just taking cheese and wine and beer and here's some things on the side and that's well and good and delicious. She's done things like. Um, we're talking about at the Minnesota State Fair, the cheese curds. She's deep frying cheese curds and serving them with a blue cheese dressing on the side. So it's like a cheese on top of cheese, you know, wow. two in one knockout. And uh, she's doing a really interesting rare bit burger um, that has cheese poured. Over. It's an open faced burger. It just has a piece of toast on the bottom and then a burger patty. And then there's cheese poured all over the top. And, uh, you know, some things over the over mm. the top kind of things over yeah. there so it's, making me it's hungry. very fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah. that's really great so the cheese bar okay so we've all got to mark that off um that's on Bleecker street it is, is on that- Bleecker. it's just a couple storefronts down for Mur- from murray's so um you can go buy your cheese and then you can go in at the cheese bar and sit down have a snack great awesome yeah fantastic yeah fantastic and um so what and what are some of the things like have you guys started um featuring any sort of fall events that you're really excited about um do you have things coming up that you're really looking forward to in the city oh yeah i think just like the openings start to really really crank as we move into september october and november the same thing with the events like some of the really big tasting events Mm -hmm. are coming up yeah um uh there's some kind of end of summer blowouts like Meetopia is coming up on Governor's Island and um, 
yeah, there's just there's a lot of great stuff. Yeah, City Harvest, too, I wanted to mention. We'll be participating. Yes. They have their September event, which is like a kind of daytime marketplace. And then in October, they have their larger Bid Against Hunger auction, which yeah. is a really fun, food-filled like extravaganza. And similarly, um, Just Food yes. has an event yeah. coming up. And so there's just a lot of really great people. If you don't get to get out and support... Um, these amazing organizations that support local food and support people who are trying to do anything from having city chickens to having more CSAs in the city or having um, um, better distribution of food for all. It's, this is a great time to get out and eat some food and support these organizations. Yeah. Well, okay, so this this is an impossible question, but if you had to pick like one of these tasting events mm. to go to oh, throughout the fall, do you have one? <laughs> Could you do it? Well, I would encourage people, there's so many tasting events that are neighborhood focused and maybe either pick your neighborhood if you don't eat, if if there's a lot of things in your neighborhood that you haven't gotten to because it's a great way to dine around and see and meet the chefs. They're often there or pick a neighborhood that you never, ever go to. Um, And as we go through the fall, it's, I think it's, it's almost every neighborhood. Like there's a taste of the Upper West Side, there's taste of the Upper East Side, taste of you know, this avenue, taste of this street. Taste of the Lower East Side, yeah, I know of, we have. Definitely, yeah. Taste, yeah. taste of the Lower East Side. And each one has its own little theme. And it's it's a great way to, um, you know, spend a couple hours and really get the feel of a neighborhood. Great. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah, I like that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Unfortunately, it is time for us to, to sign off our first show back goes by so fast i know um but uh thank you again for being with us and everyone here should or everyone who's listening to the show i consider you all to be here (laughs) with us um should sign up for the tasting table emails um no matter what city you live in you can find something that's going to apply to you and so um is it just tastingtable.com it's tastingtable.com and we're in cities all across the country and we also have a national edition if you're um, listening from someplace that's not a major city um, and the national edition applies to everyone and yeah awesome great well thank you so much tressa and uh everyone join us again next monday for another episode of cutting the curd we're back you're listening to cutting the curd hosted by ann saxelby thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. HeritageRadioNetwork.org is the most trusted media outlet for real, quality conversations about food. That experience will come to life at our first annual members-only fundraiser party on September 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. at Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Enjoy the best food in the world from talent including Michael Anthony, award-winning chef from Gramercy Tavern, Brooks Headley, award-winning pastry chef from Del Posto, Shauna Pacifico at Back 40 West, sustainable seafood from Sea to Table, and much more, including drinks made by Dave Arnold, host of Cooking Issues, craft beer from Greenpoint Harbor Brewery, wine from Cane Vineyard and Winery in the Napa Valley, and plenty more. Radio is back. 
and this will be a special, exclusive experience in the back garden of Roberta's that you don't want to miss. September 9th, 5 to 8 p.m. Buy tickets at heritageradionetwork.eventbrite.com.